This is an AMI podcast. This is an AMI podcast. Well, in case you're not aware, and you should be at this point, but if you're not, the first ever Canadian national blind hockey team is set to be announced here later today. So we look forward to that announcement as Team Yellow move the puck around the offensive zone here. Just comes out across the blue line as Brody McKenzie makes a nice defensive play. Ashley Andrews loses it there to Caputo on the far side of the rink. An inadvertent collision between Randy Cameron and Solomon Chowdhury. And for player safety, they'll whistle this one down for a stoppage. Yeah, that's uh, one thing the referees, I think, are really thinking about is making sure that uh, nobody comes out of here you know, um, injured or whatever. I mean, you got to play safe, boys. Play <laughs> safe, but play hard. Well, they get set to take the face-off just outside the Team Yellow blue line. It's Dylan Bradbury taking the draw against Zach Robinson. And Zach's had a great tournament here for Team Yellow. Yeah, he sure has. I've been impressed with him. Member of the Edmonton Seahawks. He can't win that draw against Bradbury, and it's brought into the zone by La Montagna. Bradbury chips it towards the hash marks where Dominic Tate comes up with it for Team Yellow. It's at the far side hash marks now, and centering that one was Ben Ho Lung. Right in on goal, and a good save there from Catherine Gauthier as she gets her first touch of the puck here this morning. Yeah, she played quite well yesterday. Um, and she, I was talking with her yesterday. We were right. She did play defense last year. Oh, okay. Okay, well, good memories on both our parts. Yeah. Yeah, I know Dave Poitman says she has a, a kind of a unique style of playing goal. She's down quite a bit, so... Mm. You know, Team Black, uh, team Black may want to maybe think about roofing it a little bit, maybe getting a couple past her that way, but so far they haven't figured that one out. Well, they've got the puck here across the red line as La Montagna brings it into the zone. He dumps it off to Bradbury. Bradbury with the shot from distance. It goes off a defender. Dave Poitavin got a piece of it, and it hops over top the net. Poitavin clears it out across center ice where Bradbury whacks at it. Tate all over his back, and Tate brings it into the zone for Team Yellow. Good pass by Tate just through the skates of Ryan Cousy, and now Team Black will bring it out, led by Sam LaMontagna. He's met by the check of Caputo. LaMontagna muscles through that. Poitavin and Tate there as well, and finally the two of them wrestle the puck away from LaMontagna. Puck in front of the Team Black bench as Dominic Tate has his pocket picked by Amanda Proven. Good back check by Timmy Caputo as he strips her of the puck. Puck play. the place again. Yeah. Proven takes it up the ice here. She's got a player trailing with her as that's Brody McKenzie. She gets the pass to McKenzie. There's the buzzer, the indicator of a good pass. So a potential shooting opportunity to come here for Team Black, but they can't capitalize. And here goes Timmy Caputo across center ice for Team Yellow. Brings the puck all the way into the zone to the near faceoff dot. Tries to drop it off to Ryan Cousy, but under pressure, Team Black get to that first as McKenzie clears it to center ice. Back inside his own zone, Ted Mortigou plays it behind the net where Provan gets to that loose puck in the far corner. She centers out front just through the skates of McKenzie. Back to the point, held in by LaRue. His shot goes just wide of the near post. Mortigou with the backhand, can't clear it initially. Good work by Team Yellow. They get it to the line, but LaRue able to hold the zone. Shannon Murphy smacks it down, and that'll go 
inside Team Black zone where Laura Mark gives chase for Team Yellow. Mark gets to that puck first, but she's got to get a teammate there for a passing option. Coming off the bench is Zach Robinson. Mark stick handles, makes the pass to the slot, and Robinson had his stick tied up by Ashley Andrews. A great play there by Andrews. In the far corner, Sean Creelman makes the pass out to Robinson, just rolled off his stick, and just past Shannon Murphy at the blue line. Ashley Andrews brings it into the zone for Team Black. Great work there by Le Montagna to hold the line and avoid an offside. But the puck taken away, and here comes Robinson for Team Yellow. Robinson, he's got Creelman with him. Makes the pass near side to Creelman. He's at the faceoff dot, but just couldn't get the shot away. A tremendous back check by Ashley Andrews breaks up that attack. Samuel Lemontagna brings it into the zone. He's got Andrews with him. The pass just out of her reach, and it's into the near corner where Andrews controls it for Team Black. Tries to center that one. It's picked off by Sean Creelman, and here go Team Yellow back up the ice. Creelman, oh, just a stride offside as Robinson was just in ahead of Creelman. Take a breath, partner. <laughs> you go in there for a while. Good, good action. Good action this morning. Once again, the pass is just not connecting. Probably have, could, have, could have had a few scoring chances, but um, just bounced away or whatever. 9.15 remaining in the first period of play here. You're tuned in to the 2018 Canadian National Blind Hockey Tournament presented by CNIB and AMI. Bradbury shot from distance, goes off the defender's skate, and it's in. And Dylan Bradbury makes it a 1-0 lead for Team Black. Wow. Yeah, those shots from long range sometimes are hard for the goalies. Uh, the puck tends to get a little quieter um, as, it gets, as it gets closer. And it uh, doesn't also help that the, uh, there's a deflection. Yeah, really tough for the goaltenders, as you said, not only to track the puck from distance, but talk a little bit about how difficult it is to react to those deflections in tight. Well, it must be extremely tough because all of a sudden it changes direction on you and you, you, you get yourself set up for, you know, to block the shot and then next thing you know, it's either to your right or to your left. So um, I would be, I, I played goal very uh, briefly, so. Um, Oh, they do very well. <laughs> yeah, they, they absolutely do. No yeah. chance for Gauthier on no. the goal. And that shot from Le Montagne goes wide to the far post as Proven keeps it in along the hash marks. Le Montagne was drilled. He wasn't happy there was no call. Another hit as Ben Ho Lung gets knocked down to the ice. And now Caputo plays it around the near side boards. Held in at the point by Brandon Joy. His shot gets knocked down. And it's on the stick of Caputo. He's stripped of the puck. Amanda Proven has it. Tries to feed it out in front for Ben Ho-Lung. But that's picked off by Caputo. And here go Team Yellow up the ice. Caputo, oh, great defensive play there. As stepping up was Gregory Russell. And he stripped Caputo of the puck. It's in the far corner now as Caputo battling there against Brandon Joy. Whipped around to the near side. As there's a foot race here between Dave Poitavin and Amanda Proven. And Poitavin just gets to that puck ahead of her. But Proven muscles through and gets the puck in deep here for Team Black. Proven battling against Caputo. Caputo takes it away from her with seven minutes remaining here in the first period. And Team Black with a 1-0 lead. Caputo takes it across center ice. He's got Dominic Tate here on the left wing. Makes the pass to Tate. Tate 
Checked closely by Brody McKenzie. Nice defensive work there by Team Black. Kusi can't hold the zone, and here comes Brody McKenzie for Team Black. He's got Ashley Andrews with him, but he couldn't get the puck away from the skilled Timmy Caputo, and Caputo makes the pass to the far side for Dominic Tate. Teams battling for puck possession here with 6.25 remaining in the period as Caputo brings it across the blue line. Caputo at the near side, hash mark, centers out front off a couple of defensive sticks and then into the far corner where Tate corrals it for Team Yellow. Tate loses his footing but does well to keep the play alive and then Andrew's able to clear it out to center ice. Well, we've got the sharpest dressed men of the weekend right here in the booth right now as Vince Ryan sporting a stylish suit and the bow tie to boot. We'll have to get you on at some point because I got to find out who your stylist is, Vince. You are looking fly, brother. Team Yellow hold the puck in the zone here. Dominic Tate makes the pass over to Ryan Cousy. That gets picked off. Puck into the near side corner as Dylan Bradbury picks it up for Team Black. Bradbury takes it behind his net. All the way around the far side, flips it in front of his own bench. And now Ben Holung clears it out to center ice. Nice work by Shannon Murphy. He digs the puck out of the pack and it's quickly shot up the near side into the team yellow zone. Ted Mortsagu, the ageless Ted Mortsagu. Absolutely. I mean, he is an absolute legend. It's, it's pretty remarkable that he's still out there at what, 78 now, 78 I or 79, I yep. think, yeah. Pretty remarkable stuff. Keeps as, himself in great shape. Yeah, I, <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> I'd be lucky to be in that kind of shape at that age. As Team Yellow clear the zone, Laura Mark gets it across the blue line and it'll be picked up here by Zach Robinson. Robinson, he's got Mark on the right wing. He takes it into the zone, makes the pass intended for Mark, but a brilliant back check by Proven breaks that up. Mark now tried to feed it back to Robinson. That's picked off. And here goes Sam LaMontagne for Team Black. LaMontagne across the blue line, evades a couple of checks. And then a nice work there by Team Yellow defense as they're able to strip the puck that's Sean Creelman who breaks out here for Team Yellow. Creelman loses it to LaMontagne, he dumps it back in. Delayed offside here against Team Black. So it should give Shannon Murphy a chance to clear the zone and he does. Through the neutral zone, Amanda Proven has it. Team Black still on a delayed offside. Now they clear it so they can attack but it's picked off by Zach Robinson as they Try to get some clear possession. It's Creelman who brings it into the zone for Team Yellow. Creelman down into the near corner, takes it all the way behind the net as he shields it from the check of Sam LaMontagne. Centers it out front just out of the reach of Caputo. And it's back at center ice where Shannon Murphy dumps it back into the zone. Three and a half minutes remaining here in the first period. It's a one nothing game in this low vision and development division here on the final day of action at the 2018 Canadian National Blind Hockey Tournament. Brody McKenzie strips the puck away from Caputo, who then gets it immediately back, tries to get around Ashley Andrews. He slips his way between Andrews and the wall, takes it in tight to the goal. He's got to make a pass. Centers out front to Laura Mark. Side shot. Oh, what a couple of great saves by Justin Wack as Timmy Caputo was... Banging away at it, but Wack covers up on the short side. I think that might be his first shot of the game. Yeah. Yeah, it's taken a while, but uh, 
Plays a bit scrambly, but uh, fairly even. I mean, they've, Team Black's got the one goal, but uh, Team Yellow have had some chances that have kind of bounced away from them a little bit. But finally got a, a good shot on goal. And a couple of good attempts on goal as Wack had to keep that right pad pinned against the near post. Caputo with a couple of whacks. Laura Mark had a chance in tight. Now Team Yellow have it off the offensive faceoff. Poitavin steps in, takes the shot, and it just goes wide to the far post. Battle for the puck along the near side wall, and it's Brody McKenzie who gets it to the line, but not out. Now on second effort, he muscles through Poitavin, and they battle for possession around center ice. Coming out of the pack is Zach Robinson. He tries to drop that one off. It's picked off by Ashley Andrews. So Poitavin picks it up now for Team Yellow. Passes it up, Randy Cameron takes it across the blue line. Cameron with a smart play, dumps it into the far corner, but Bradbury gets there first for Team Black. You know, it's pretty remarkable to watch Randy Cameron in the pregame. Uh, essentially a B1 out there, but he was doing all sorts of puck tricks and stick handling, and you can tell his confidence is really growing here. Well, he's, he's basically done all levels, from B3 to B2 to B1, and... Uh... And uh, so, this, you know, he's, he's retained his hockey skills. Mm. Brian Mackey is, is similar in the, in the open division. Brian's mm -hmm. vision has gone down, uh, but he still he has that hockey sense. I guess, and, and plus Randy yesterday, there's going to be one that roofs a puck. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, no kidding. As there's a goal mouth scramble here in front of the team yellow net, and it's cleared down the ice desperately by... Number 17, Zach Robinson. It's going to be an icing call against Team Yellow, but they're happy just to relieve the pressure with under a minute remaining here in the period. Let's see if they try and sneak a change in here. Well, they're trying. <laughs> they are trying. I don't know if Matt's going to let it go, but he did yesterday. Yeah, he I don't... One switch yesterday. Yeah, these, they're not going to stop him, so the change happens, and Team Yellow gets some fresh legs on the ice with 49.8 seconds left in the period. Timmy Caputo steps in to take the faceoff. He'll be in the circle against Amanda Proven. As they've got Dominic LaRue setting up on the near side point. And at the top of the faceoff circle is La Montagna. So they have a formation for a set play, but they can't win the faceoff. And Caputo breaks out here for Team Yellow. Caputo brings it all the way behind the Team Black net where La Montagna back checks hard to tie him up. 30 seconds left in the period. Ho-Long plays it to the far side boards. Tate backhands it behind the net where a couple of Team Black defenders now clear from the far side of the goal to the blue line, but Shannon Murphy makes a good play to hold the zone. 15 seconds left here in the period. Caputo at the near side hash marks. Centers in front for Tate. Tate can't settle down the rolling puck. Tries the sharp angle shot. Center back in front. Good defensive tie up there from Dominic LaRue. Otherwise, Caputo would have had a tap in for the game tying goal. But the buzzer sounds. Actually, sorry, to make it 2 0. And Team Black. No, sorry, I'm right. It would have been the tying goal. Yes, it would have. Oh, my goodness. It's too early here. <laughs> yeah, for me. After the first period, it's a 1 0 score in favor of Team Black. Need a little coffee there, buddy? Yeah, I need a little something, that's for sure. <laughs> Pretty good first period here. Yeah, though, not Ed. too bad. Not yeah. too bad. You know, fairly even. And uh, team, uh, team Yellow starting to come on a little bit. It's just a matter of being able to finish. But. Um, 
essentially they have won this series. So uh, it was a best of three. They've, they swept both games yesterday. But I'm sure they would like a sweep. But Team Black obviously is going to have something to say about that one. Yeah, and there's a lot of skill and speed on this Team Black roster. And while they have the one nothing lead right now, this game far from over. And yeah, Team Yellow did take both games yesterday, but I'm sure Team Black will say, well, we took the... Yes, absolutely. We, we, we took the game on day or the, uh, day you one. Know, yeah, yeah. 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 The, the, the assessment game. And so. they sure did take it because mm -hmm. that was a 4 nothing shutout. But uh, a lot tighter games yesterday. Uh, well, the second game kind of got away from them a little bit. At the end, there was two late goals by Team Yellow. Mm. Uh, Timmy Caputo, again, making his presence known out there. Um, you're, you've called his name a lot of times. <laughs> it's funny. I had the chance to meet him yesterday in the, uh, in the uh, locker room after the game, and he was just so thrilled. He was having such a great time, and he's just a nice, humble kid. I was telling him, man, I don't think you came off the ice at all in that third period yesterday. <laughs> he just kind of chuckled, and mm. he's really enjoying himself here this weekend. Yeah, looks like they, they've got a good... Uh, Good start on a program, uh, New York Metro, I believe it is. Yes, called? sir. The New York Metro Blind Hockey Program, and we certain well they'll be down there next week in Chicago, so I know they're looking forward to that as well. Yeah, we uh, Tim's dad was uh, outlining some things that they're doing coming up next month, and they mentioned Willie O'Ree. Yes. And then he said, "Hey, you know, you guys want to come down? Feel free, come on down, join the join the the party, whatever you want to call it, and uh, play some hockey." So. It's, it's amazing the events that are now taking place in blind hockey, and it's guys I think are kind of looking, having to choose where they can go because uh, it's out of pocket for a lot of players. Yep. You know? Um, well, and that's a good point because people can still make donation as, donations as well, and we do appreciate all the financial contributions. Head over to blindicehockey.com and make a financial contribution today if you can. Help support these great athletes and the programs that they put on. Caputo brings it into the zone for Team Yellow. All the way behind the goal, centered in front for Dominic Tate, but a goal mouse scramble is cleared away to the far side boards by Ashley Andrews. Shannon Murphy uses the backhand to keep it in for now, and they play it to the near side, just out of the reach of Kusi, but Caputo will get there for Team Yellow as he picks it up at the hash marks. Centered in front, Tate went for the one-timer, and he just missed the puck there as Ben Ho-Lung tries to clear the zone. It's still held in by Shannon Murphy. Tate gets the pass, tries to feed it out front as Caputo's parked in the high slot. He gets there now for Team Yellow, but under pressure from Brody McKenzie. Oh, he holds the line. Great play there by Caputo. Into the far corner, Ben Ho-Lung sweeps it around behind his net. Over to the near side, and Team Black clear it out across center ice. Puck picked up by Ted Mortsugu. He makes a good play to dump it in, and Caputo will give chase here for Team Yellow. As it's a foot race between Caputo and Bradbury, Caputo gets there first, but the bigger Bradbury uses his body and strips Caputo of the puck. Dylan Bradbury blows by Shannon Murphy. He gets tripped up there. Bit surprised there's no call as he had his feet taken out, and then they whistled down the offside with 12.35 remaining in the period. Yeah, um, Dylan Bradbury, Shannon Murphy, a couple Newfoundlanders going at it, and there's <laughs> I think three in this game with Brandon Joy as well from, That's from right. On the Rock. So this is a tournament Islanders. first. Yeah. 
Pretty exciting stuff, eh? To see the representation from all across the country. You gotta love some of the names too, eh? Mm. Islanders. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the Hartford Brailers, who aren't here this this year. Um, be interesting to see what Denver picks as a name. Team Yellow bring the puck into the zone. We want to remind you about social media as we're already getting some great tweets this morning, but Creelman has the puck here for Team Yellow in the offensive zone. He's tied up by La Montagna, puck back out to the line, and Zach Robinson holds it in as Creelman plays it back behind the Team Black net. Brandon Joy whips it off the near sideboards, picked up by Robinson. He flips it towards the net. It goes into the far corner, and... It'll be Dave Poitavin pinching in from the point to make the play for Team Yellow. Poitavin has at the far side, hash marks, takes the shot, Wack makes the save. Poitavin controls it behind the net, tries the wraparound, but Joy got a stick on that attempt and a great defensive play there from Brandon Joy. Robinson has the puck on his stick, top of the far side circle. Stick handles, lets the shot fly, and it goes off into the far corner where Dave Poitavin, who's still pinching in from the point, makes a good play for Team Yellow. Bradbury picks it up now for Team Black. He'll skate it through the neutral zone as he's got Lemontagna streaking up the near side. Again, Bradbury has his feet taken out, but no call. Makes a pass. Lemontagna tees it up. What a save! Gautier gets the left pad out to make an incredible toe save on a point-blank slap shot from Sam LaMontagna. Oh, that could be a game changer. You and I have seen a few in the tournaments where a team has maybe on their heels a little bit or whatever, and a goalie makes a huge save, and then it just turns things around. And she yeah. did that without her stick as that shot goes wide of the near post. The stick tied up behind the goal right now, so Gautier remarkably making some tremendous saves without a stick. The puck rolling around the crease, and now it's cleared to the far side boards by Robinson. Hopefully somebody goes and gets it for her. Yeah, hopefully one of the officials when the play goes up the ice. And it will go up the ice now as Laura Mark brings it across center ice. Gautier fishing for her stick. Puck goes in, but with no clean pass, the goal gets waved off. And I don't think the officials have noticed that Gautier is without her stick right now. Oh, wow. <laughs> so she'll have to... Fend, I guess. Yeah, and she's actually not going for it herself, so hopefully one of her teammates the, yeah. or coaches let her know. Yeah, one of the uh, defensemen maybe goes back and uh, notices or you know, one of the uh, coaches yells at one of the D to go pick that up and give it, give it to her. Well, they've noticed with some great work from our spotters up here and Matt Morrow, executive director, and for now, referee in this game, ends up giving the stick to goaltender Gauthier, who again made an incredible save to keep her team just down by one. Andrews plays the puck to the near side for Brody McKenzie. McKenzie picks it up at the top of the faceoff dot, <clears throat> feeds it down low into the corner where Caputo sweeps it out but held in at the line by LaRue, nice play. Ted Mortsugu, he'll try clear it out. Just gets past Ashley Andrews and it's down inside the Team Black zone. Well, we want to remind folks that you can connect with us through social media here today. Tweet me at bro behind the mic. Let me know who you're cheering on, where you're tuning in from, and we'll get to a few viewer shout outs. But make sure you also give a follow to at AMI audio and at CDN blind hockey. Well, let's give a shout out to the New York Metro Blind Hockey Program who 
will enjoy this as Timmy Caputo brings it in, but just offside as Randy Cameron was a stride ahead of him. 8.15 left in the period. Well, what I was getting at was we got a great tweet from the New York Metro Blind Hockey Program. More New York fans just signed on for Timmy. The third precinct crime section is working today on the holiday. We appreciate you guys tuning in. A happy Easter to all of you, and thank you for tuning in to support Timmy and Canadian Blind Hockey. Yeah, we've heard uh, a lot from the, these, uh, these people in the last couple days since uh, Timmy joined... Uh, Team, uh, Team Yellow. Well, he's been an all-star here, no question about it, but Samuel Lemontan, who's had a great weekend himself, centers that just out of the reach of Bradbury. Nice play by Brandon Joy to take it away from Cousy. Bradbury picks it up, near side face-off dot, shoots it just wide of the far post. Dominic Tate gets to that loose puck ahead of Solomon Chowdhury. And Tate will bring it into the offensive zone for Team Yellow. He has his pocket picked. Puck comes out to center ice. And it will be Sean Creelman scooping it up for Team Yellow. It's actually, excuse me, Zach Robinson, but they go in just offside. So we'll get a whistle with 7.04 left here in the period. Uh, and we're going to get the goaltending change now as well. Uh, yeah, I thought that would be coming soon. I wonder if uh, Francis uh, got his mask fixed or his helmet fixed. Uh, I know he took, uh, he took Justin's yesterday and... Uh, which was interesting. He, yeah, he said he really couldn't handle it because uh, he couldn't hear. Yes, and yeah. you know we speculated at the time if that was going to impact his play. And how how interesting is that? That obviously with the visual impairment and the the, the blindfold on, he really can't track the puck with any visuals. And when you take away the auditory sense, I mean, oh, yeah. that's basically impossible for the goaltender. I would think so, yeah. yeah. And so hopefully he's got his normal helmet today. And uh... Well, interestingly enough, he does not. He'll be using Justin Wack's helmet again. Okay. So we hope that Francis Manella has fares a little bit better here today as he takes over the net for Team Black and Blaine Ducher goes between the posts for Team Yellow. Yeah, Blaine apparently is just, oh, I've met Blaine, he's just a little guy. Some, Dave pointed him and said, the guy's too small to play net. Doesn't cover <laughs> enough of it, but seems to get it done. He, he does get it done and he tracks the puck very well. He's almost always in position, so. Maybe not the biggest of goaltenders, but he'll usually be there to make a save. So it is Manella between the posts as he gets himself comfortable and settled here. And this gives me a quick moment to give a shout out to Sean who tweets in, Gautier flashes the left pad to stop the one-timer. Play of the game so far. <laughs> Absolutely right, Sean. Thank you for all your tweets all weekend long. And again, you can connect with us on Twitter. Tweet me at Bro Behind the Mic. Let me know who you're cheering on, where you're watching from, and we'll get to some shout outs. As Team Yellow bring it right in front of the net. That one gets... Block, good defensive play there by Brody McKenzie as he battles forward along the near boards. McKenzie and Brandon Joy in there for Team Black. Caputo and Robinson for Team Yellow as along the near side boards it comes out. Laura Mark gets it, takes the shot, but that gets blocked by the stick of Joy. Joy plays it out across center ice as Caputo first on it for Team Yellow. Plays it off the boards in front of the team block bench and it's picked up by Amanda Proven. Proven brings it into the zone. Caputo back checking her 
as she plays it into the far corner. Six minutes remaining here in the second period of play. You're tuned in to the 2018 Canadian National Blind Hockey Tournament presented by CNIB and AMI. Caputo brings it across the blue line, makes the pass to Laura Mark. She tries the one-timer, that gets blocked. Near side where Sean Creelman battles for it. And he does well to keep it in. Picked off by Amanda Proven, and here she skates it across center ice. Proven, she's got Brody McKenzie with her, makes the pass to McKenzie. Shot from distance, and he scores! Brody McKenzie makes it 2-0 for Team Black with 5.20 remaining here in the period. Yeah, the long shots get the goalies all the time. Um, as I was saying, the puck actually kind of deadens the sound uh, as it's further, the further away it is. And... Uh, I know this uh, on, ice, on Sunday mornings of the ice L games with Mario and Joey, guys sometimes shoot from like the blue line and by the time it gets to them, they can barely hear the thing. Yeah, so hard to track that puck from distance as a very nice moment on the bench. Referee Matt Morrow giving a few good pats on the back there to Brody McKenzie, who scores a big goal, and that's got to be a highlight for him here this weekend. I think that may be his first of the tournament, uh, Brody from Vancouver. Yeah, he's been here in years past, but I think you're right. I think that may be his first career tournament goal, and a great moment there for the Vancouver Eclipse and Brody McKenzie as Team Black have puck possession here. Gets stripped away. Nice play by Zach Robinson for Team Yellow. He brings it across the blue line. Robinson, he has it poke-checked away. Good defensive play, and there's a foot race as Ted Mortsagu gets to the puck ahead of Lemontagna. Ashley Andrews, she plays it up across the Team Yellow blue line. Shannon Murphy quickly smacks it back down inside the Team Black zone. Robinson brings it in across the line. Tries to make the pass to the far side for Randy Cameron, but that gets picked off by Dominic LaRue. And now Ashley Andrews plays it across the blue line for LeMontagna. LeMontagna at the far faceoff dot. Takes the shot right on. A great save there by Ducher as he holds on to it for the faceoff with 3.30 left in the period. Yes, Team Black has really uh, tightened up defensively this game. Uh, team Yellow is getting chances, but uh, a lot of shot blocks. So Ben Ho-Lung and Amanda Proven draw assists on the goal from Brody McKenzie. Two of the uh, ICELs, two members of the ICELs future. Yes. Both young players. Yeah. I think Amanda's about 18, 17, 18. Yep. Ben's about 20. Bright future for the Toronto ICELs, absolutely. And great to see that youth recruitment. And of course, we've got the child and youth game going on a little bit later today, and that's been a highlight here all weekend as Timmy Caputo brings it into the zone for Team Yellow along the near side boards into the corner. He gets stood up there, nice play by Greg Russell. Centered right in front, it goes off the skate of Manella and in, but they wave it off, no clean pass. So for the second time this game, Team Yellow have a goal called back. Yeah, that's like three in the tournament now, I think. I think they had one yesterday as well. Yep, a little bit snake bitten there. Yeah, for this game anyway, but there's still another period to go. A little bit of this one and then a whole whole uh, third period, so they could turn it around. Absolutely. A two-goal lead 
with a full period plus two minutes to go. Definitely not an insurmountable uh, insurmountable mountain here for Team Yellow. No. As Dave Poitavin picks up the puck here inside his own zone. Poitavin under pressure from Brody McKenzie. Poitavin corrals it now and makes the pass to Caputo. Caputo gets around McKenzie, makes the pass to Cousy, but then McKenzie comes back and strips him of the puck. The two ended up crashing along the near boards, but they both pop back up and they seem to be okay. As Caputo makes the pass up, intended for Poitavin, but that gets picked off by Brandon Joy. Puck rolling inside the team yellow zone at the far hash marks. Dominic Tate plays it right in front of his own goal and pre, um, Ducher will take no chances. He'll cover that up for the faceoff with a minute 15 left in the period. Yeah, you, a little dangerous doing that, but sometimes you just react and just try to get rid of it. Well, I doubt he's up this morning, but just in case. Hi, Fred, how you doing? <laughs> Happy Easter, buddy. I'll call you later. Yes, a happy Easter to everybody who's tuning in here to the 2018 Canadian National Blind Hockey Tournament presented by CNIB and AMI. And let's give a shout out to Cruisers Sports on Twitter. They've been active all weekend long, retweeting and sending in some great messages. Thank you, folks. And again, a happy Easter to everyone who's tuned in here. As Amanda Proven digs the puck off the half wall, Ends up rolling inside Team Yellow Zone, and Dave Poitavin makes a good play to keep it away from Solomon Chowdhury. Poitavin sends it down the length of the ice. Not enough for icing, so we've got a foot race, and Brandon Joy just got to that ahead of Zach Robinson. 30 seconds left here in the period. LaMontagne will bring it into the attacking zone. He's got Proven heading to the net, but loses the puck in his skates. Gets it back in the near corner. Makes the pass to Proven. She's in tight. Takes the shot. It trickles wide to the far post after Ducher got his paddle down and made the save. 13 seconds left in the period. Team Yellow sent it down the ice. And Brandon Joy will get it inside his own zone. He'll take it all the way behind his own net. And he'll just let the clock expire here. And after two periods of play, it's Team Black with a 2-0 lead here on the final day of action. Yeah, kind of. It's, it's been a tight game, but uh, the goals, they've earned their goals, that's for sure. And they played well defensively uh, in front of uh, Justin and, and uh, Francis so far. A lot of blocked shots. Uh, might be some bruises from this metal puck on uh, Team Black Defenders tomorrow. We've got uh, Blake Stenicky up here, and he's had a fantastic weekend from San Diego. I know he's really excited about the future of blind hockey in the U.S. And yes, he also left us a message last night. Uh, he made a little speech there at the banquet. And, uh, yes. See, we're coming for you. That's, That's right. what he told us. So. That's right. That's right. Some some choice words there, as he said, <laughs> Canada, we're coming for you. Yeah, That's absolutely. right. Oh well, hey, you know what? They it's made huge strides in the U.S. Uh, blind hockey in the past like five years. Yep. As they were saying last night, going from. Kevin Shanley in the first tournament that you and I did together, and yeah. I think he was uh, listed as from Indianapolis. That's right. And then yes. the next next year he's a New York Nightshade, and all of a sudden <laughs> all these Americans start following him over here to the tournament, and you know, such as the Venturini sisters, and, mm -hmm. and I, well, Christine the Scoring Machine, as you say, and <laughs> that's right, and, and and a lot of others as well, and. Uh, met Salmon last night and was telling him that you're missing Mikey Gusky this this year and <laughs> he kind of had a good chuckle about that 
Well, we're underway here in the third period, and yes, of course, we wish all our American compatriots all the best next weekend in Chicago, and we do miss having those guys up here this year, but it's great to have players like Blake Stenicky and Craig Fitzpatrick and a few other Americans like Timmy Caputo up here for the 2018 Canadian National Blind Hockey Tournament presented by CNIB and AMI. 30 seconds gone in the third period as Caputo brings it across the blue line here for Team Yellow. Tries to feed it over to Laura Mark. That's broken up by Ashley Andrews and over to the near side where Brody McKenzie digs it off the wall and plays it into the zone. Andrews tries to get around Mortsugu. She brings it all the way behind the net here. Centered out front for Ben Ho-Lung. At the far faceoff dot, Laura Mark and Shannon Murphy make a good defensive play to take the puck away from Ho-Lung, and now Laura Mark takes it across center ice. She's got Creelman with her, makes the pass to Sean Creelman. Creelman cuts in, takes the shot. Oh, what a save as Francis Manella stopped a top shelf goal off the stick of Sean Creelman. I thought that was heading for the back of the net. I guess he heard that one pretty good. Yes, he did. He made a tremendous save on that shot. Sean's had a really good tournament, uh, his first tournament with, uh, you know, his first year with the Ice Owls, and I think he's having a blast. Creelman makes the pass up to Laura Mark. Mark gets it to Caputo. Caputo takes the shot right on and another great save by Manella as he gets the right pad down and freezes it for the faceoff. Remarkable saves there from Francis Manella. Yeah, he's holding them in because Team Yellow's starting to bring it on a little bit. Uh, one more period and they're gonna try and equalize this game and so far Francis has just said, nope, not happening. Face-off coming up to the right of Francis Manella. As it's Zach Robinson on the draw for Team Yellow and Proven for Team Black. Proven wins it forward as they try clear the zone. Proven digs it away, tries to make the pass to La Montagna, but she gets drilled by Poitavin. Play continues on as Dave Poitavin brings it into the zone. Takes the shot, it goes into the near corner where La Montagna gets to it first for Team Black. Proven back up, chasing after the puck after taking that hard knock from Poitavin. She brings it across the blue line here into the attacking zone. 12-20 remaining in the third period. Proven makes the pass to Joy. Right back to Proven at the faceoff dot. Let's the shot play and she scores! Amanda Proven continues to light the lamp here at the 2018 Canadian National Blind Hockey Tournament. Yeah, I think that's number five for her in, in this, uh, this tournament. She has been, dare I say it, a scoring machine. <laughs> yeah, it just doesn't quite rhyme, does it? No, it doesn't. No. Uh, we'll have to work on that one. But uh, Dave Poitavin, uh, when he was playing with the Ice Owls in the 80s, had a line mate. We just named them Bang and Crash. They would go down and just wreak havoc down in the opposition end. Well, and he had a little bit of Bang and Crash on that play because he ended up Laying a big hit on Proven, but I guess Proven gets the last laugh. Yeah, she does. She puts it in the net, and it's now 3-0 for Team Black. And for Proven, that's her second point of this game. As the puck inside the Team Black zone, it's picked up by Brandon Joy. Under pressure, he coughs it up there to Caputo, but Team Yellow gets some crossed wires, and it's now out to center ice where McKenzie picks it up for Team Black. 
Brody McKenzie brings it down to the near side. Hashmark centers out front, out of the reach of Provin, but onto the stick of Ben Holung. He sweeps it over to the near side. McKenzie has it at the faceoff dot, passes it over to Provin. She spins and takes a shot, and that just goes wide of the far post. Out of the corner, centered in front, intended for Provin, but a great defensive play by Timmy Caputo as he picks off that pass. Caputo can't clear the zone. Provin takes it away from him. The two continue to battle. Caputo knocks her down, no call. And that's been a rough couple of minutes for Provin as she's been bounced around here. And I think she's had enough. She'll just peel off for a line change now. Yeah, taking a bit of a, taking a, bit of a beating here. I wonder if the goals are worth it when you got to take those kind of bruises to get them. But she's done a great job here today and all weekend long for Team Black. Absolutely. Brandon Joy picks up the loose puck at center ice, makes the pass to McKenzie. He dumps it into the zone, but not very deep as Caputo tries to battle for it along the near boards. He's in there against McKenzie and Dylan Bradbury. Bradbury from his knees, tries to play it into the corner. Mortsugu passes to Caputo. Caputo plays it to the far side for Dominic Tate. Tate skates it out in front of his own bench, makes the pass near side to Caputo. Kusi in just offside, so they whistle it down with 9.40 remaining in the third. Yeah, Brandon Joy had a rather interesting day yesterday, playing, I think, in the youth division mm -hmm. and also on Team Black, but also operated the clock for a couple of games. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, okay, we, we were told that last night. I guess he does it at home for uh, one of the rinks, and so uh, they needed somebody, and uh, Matt said, well, we got, we got Brandon in there, and he did it for, uh, I think, the first two games in the morning. That's awesome. Yes, that's quite the day. He's pulling triple duty over there. That's really impressive. As Team Black dumped the puck into the zone here, La Montagna first on it, takes it all the way behind the goal, and he's met there by the check of Sean Creelman. Creelman strips it away from him and plays it near side, intended for Robinson. But La Montagna takes it off his stick. Nice play by Sam La Montagna. He gets dumped there, play continues on. Andrews digging forward along the near side hash marks. Comes out to center ice where Dominic LaRue pokes it back into the zone. Should mention that Solomon Chowdhury drawing an assist on the Amanda Proven goal. So a nice moment there for the captain of the Chicago Blackhawks blind hockey team. Ashley Andrews banks it off the near side boards. Intended for La Montagna. He picks it up across center ice, brings it into the zone. But he's checked closely by Caputo, and Caputo takes it off his stick. Creelman tries to muscle his way through Ben Ho-Lung, but Ho-Lung dumps it in, and it's at the far side hash marks, where Dave Poitavin controls it with eight minutes remaining in the third period. Played up inside the Team Black zone. The puck ends up in the bench with the door open. So we'll have a whistle with 7.50 left. And, and a round of applause for Dominic LaRue as Matt Morrill says, yeah, you scored. It just went in the bench. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the puck, uh, I don't know about the other games because I'm not working those with you, but uh, a couple years ago, do you remember the puck was just flying out of the, uh, out of the rink? Yeah. Yeah, it, it, was, uh, it definitely doesn't seem to be as active this year around as, uh, I think it was maybe two years ago where you're right. It was yeah, just kept was flipping over the glass and everything. Yeah, last year it was only one, but yeah. uh, we, I already told you that story yesterday. So. Yes. 
Amanda Proven picks it up across center ice, brings it into the zone. She's got McKenzie with her, tries to feed it to McKenzie, but on his offhand, he couldn't corral the puck. And now Randy Cameron battling there for Team Yellow, along with Brian McLean. Proven brings it behind the goal. She's had enough of this physical play as once again she gets bumped off the puck and she raises her hand skyward to say, what do I got to do to get a call here? Yeah, there's been no calls at all this game. This game. Let's let them play. Yep, they're letting them play for sure as Cameron picks the puck up at center ice. Just as he had possession, it gets taken away from him by Proven. Team Yellow bring the puck in. Team Black not happy. They felt there should have been an offside call there. Pass out to Cameron, lets the shot fly, and it just trickles wide of the near post. Proven picks it up, flips it around the far side boards. Cameron trying to track it here to keep it in the zone, but it just gets across the blue line as Cameron and Ben Ho-Lung battle for it. Offside called against Team Yellow with 6.30 remaining here in the third period. That's been an interesting game. Like, you know, we, like we said, they've, uh, Matt Morrow is just letting them play. And uh, there's a little bit of contact going on. It's supposed to be uh, non-contact, but uh, there's been a few good hits this morning. Ashley Andrews gets set to take the face off against Timmy Caputo with just over six minutes remaining here in the third period of play as you're tuned in to the 2018 Canadian National Blind Hockey Tournament presented by CNIB and Accessible Media Inc. Off the faceoff, Shannon Murphy tries to bank it into the zone. He'll whack at it another time as they battle against Solomon Chowdhury. And it's on the stick of Timmy Caputo. Team Black dump it in. Mortsugu battling there. Makes a good play to get it to the near side boards as Ashley Andrews digging against Caputo. But Team Yellow... Oh, I thought they had cleared the zone. No, they didn't. It's kept in as Caputo will have to bring it all the way behind his own net. Check closely by La Montagne. He ties him up behind the goal. Great battle here between the bigger La Montagne and the smaller Caputo. And with La Montagne laying on top of Caputo, he sweeps it over to the far side. The refs are really letting them play here. <laughs> Holy smokes. As Team Yellow picks up the puck, along the near side boards with five minutes remaining in the third. Caputo takes it up across center ice, his team trailing 2-0, but he's got the ability to change that in a flash as he tries to center it for Dominic Tate. It's broken up by Dominic LaRue and sent down the ice where Shannon Murphy and Ted Morzegu both race after it. Murphy ends up playing it off the shin pads of Morzegu and now it's onto the stick of Caputo. Caputo brings it across the blue line. He's got Kusi trailing him, but a good defensive play by LaRue. Caputo has at the near side faceoff dot. Centers out front, far side now for Dominic Tate. There's the buzzer for the clean pass, but Dylan Bradbury comes in and clears the pressure for Team Black. Strong defensive game by Team Black today. Yeah, they're all, being, all over it, blocking shots and breaking up passes. Yeah, very sound and defensively responsible for sure today. They're clearly making a point of backing up the goaltender whenever they can. As Brody McKenzie battling for the puck along the near side, it's picked up by Caputo. Now let's give a shout out to the New York third precinct detective squad who are cheering on Timmy from New York. 
as Caputo brings it into the zone. Makes the pass to Dominic Tate. In the high slot, Tate tries to get the shot, but he has his pocket picked by Brandon Joy. And here comes Team Black up the ice. Brody McKenzie brings it into the zone. Great back check by Tate, breaks that play up. And it's along the near side where Ryan Cousy scoops it up. Played forward, Amanda Proven has it now at center ice with 3.20 remaining here in the third period. Proven brings it across the line. Checks her options, tries to center it out front for McKenzie. That's broken up as Mortagu makes a good defensive play. Shot from the point, off the goaltender, no goal. It goes in, but no goal. Brandon Joy, well, he gets robbed of one there. Team Black protesting that, yeah, we did get some good passes, but the officials say no pass was made, so no goal. Yeah, I didn't hear a whistle, and I don't know if you did or not, but... Mm. Uh, nope. Oh, yeah, kind of a disappointment to uh, think you've got one and then they just say, no, sorry, not happening this time. Especially for the youngster, Brandon Joy, that would have been a great moment for him there, but he'll have to wait well. a little bit longer. Mm -hmm. Let's give a shout out to Robert Fenton, who's watching from Calgary, Alberta. Thank you for tweeting at us. And again, you can connect with us on social media. As La Montagna brings it in tight to the net at the hash marks, it's cleared out to center ice. Make sure you give us a follow at CDN Blind Hockey, at AMI Audio, and you can connect with me directly at Bro Behind the Mic. My name's Nico Cartarelli, joined up in the booth by Eddie Parento, Fast Eddie. And Ed, what's your Twitter handle again? We gotta get you on there. <laughs> <laughs> Team Yellow bring it into the zone as Robinson battles for it along the near side boards. Brandon Joy ties him up with under two minutes remaining. Shot attempt there as it goes wide from Creelman over to the far corner and Laura Mark picks it up at the hash marks. Mark takes a pseudo slapper, ends up being picked up by Robinson and his shot goes off Joy in just wide of the post. Creelman lets one fly and that goes just wide as well as Team Yellow starting to mount some offensive pressure here with a minute 30 remaining in the third period. Nice play by Robinson, keeping the puck in the zone. It's over to the near side hash marks where Creelman digs it out into the slot for Laura Mark. It just rolls off her stick. She gets the backhander away. It's blocked. Robinson in tight, and he can't direct wow. it on goal. And then with the crease violation, they'll whistle it down with a minute 10 remaining in the third. Oh, they're pulling out all the stops, doing what they can. You'd almost think they had the goalie out the way they uh, had the puck in uh, Team Black's end there. One minute remaining here in the third period of play. It's the final game in the low vision and development division here at the 2018 Canadian National Blind Hockey Tournament. Well, I want to give a shout out to the Ruddle family. I had the opportunity to meet Cassandra and Curtis last night, and they are so happy to be here this year. I'm not sure who's happier, whether it's the kids or James, their father, who's sharing the experience. It's been a whole family adventure for them this weekend, and I know the two kids are really enjoying the play on the ice. And you know what? we got to give a special shout-out to Cassandra because she's been incredible. I just found out this was her first official hockey game, her first organized hockey game here this weekend. Oh, good for her. So pretty spectacular stuff as we look forward to seeing her play with the youth child and youth division a little bit later today for Team Black. 30 seconds remaining here in the third period. Centered out front, Randy Cameron's shot just goes wide. Caputo tries the wraparound and Manella somehow gets a pad on that one. 
What a save there to preserve the shutout with just 20 seconds left in the period. Caputo battling for the puck. It comes out over to the near side and just past the stick of Brian McLean. Proven digs it into the Team Yellow zone. Just five seconds remaining here, and this game is going to be all Team Black. They take it. The final score, 3-0, and that wraps up the action in the low vision and development division here at the 2018 Canadian National Blind Hockey Tournament. Hi, I'm Ramia Amuthan. Join me weekly for AMI Audiobook Review, the podcast that explores new titles, introduces us to famous narrators, and updates what's hot at the Center for Equitable Library Access. Download episodes of AMI Audiobook Review from your favorite podcast provider. Hi, I'm Jenny Bovard. Join me monthly for Low Vision Moments, where I speak with awesome guests about some of the amusing things that happen when you're blind or partially sighted. Watch on YouTube or download Low Vision Moments from your favorite podcast distributor. Hi, I'm Red Sale, inviting you to download the latest episode of My Life in Books, where internationally acclaimed authors discuss their lives, their work, and three books that have resonated with them. That's My Life in Books, available wherever you get your AMI podcasts. Join me every couple weeks for the Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther podcast, where we learn about outdoor tech and tips. Plus, we look at news affecting the environment. AMI's Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther is available from your favourite podcast provider. Join us weekly for The Pulse with host Joita Gupta, who brings us closer to issues impacting the disability community across Canada. Watch The Pulse on YouTube or listen wherever you download your AMI podcasts. I'm Margaret Shepard of the AMI podcast, Tripping On Air. Every month, my co-host Alex Hajar and I spill the tea on what it's really like to live with MS. Watch Tripping On Air on YouTube or download wherever you get your pods. The Walrus is Canada's conversation, and you're invited to take part. Download AMI's Voices of the Walrus, where professional narrators read selected articles from the magazine. Available wherever you download your AMI podcasts. Hello, I'm Sean Priest. Join me monthly for Sean of the Shed, where I introduce you to all the technology that can be so useful to us as blind or partially sighted people. Find Shaun of the Shed wherever you find all your podcasts. Hi, I'm Stephen Scott. Join me every day for Double Tap. It's a show where we occasionally talk about technology for blind and partially sighted people. You'll find us wherever you get your podcasts.